I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. Oh, honey, I feel so done. Y'all had me say colonel. What the hell is colonel? Brendan, what an honor it is to be back. Not stuffy, <laughs> wine in hand after a month. Oh my god, of me being sick essentially. Oh my god, are you really feeling better? Yeah, I mean, I was better last week, but the, that oh, yeah. cold just like wouldn't let go of me. You wouldn't know what I mean? Release. I think what I think what healed you was our daytime karaoke on Saturday for singing for five hours. Singing you picking <laughs> songs for me to sing, <laughs> me doing shallow at least three times. Yeah, there were many shallows, and then my talk show, your talk show. Yeah, we kind of had an impromptu come through Queen live in a private room, only hosted by me. Yeah, I was like chiming. I was more of a producer role. You're shy. I was famously very shy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but here we are another week. I think also the other factor besides daytime karaoke is New York is the real house of New Healing York us. is, is making me feel stronger than I've ever felt before. Yeah. You're also like hopped up on Buttigieg. Oh, cannot get it. I mean, you and I talk about him as much as we talk about like the stuff we talk about on this podcast. Just, we talk about him every day. What a life. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we're going to sound so lame and dumb. We say we talk I mean, about him every day. We are lame and dumb. <laughs> but he's on The View tomorrow, actually. actually. By the time you hear this, he'll be on The View today. Yeah. Um, so you can watch that. Or like watch it over the weekend, you know, on uh, demand or whatever. So exciting to see that. It's the or second time. watch it during while eating lunch like I do. Mm. It's very easy. At about 11... Oh, oh, sorry, 12.24, go on YouTube, search for The View, do the little thing where you can search in the past hour, you can find a good stream, try to find one that's like 
was made in like the last five minutes or so, and that's the full episode. They'll try to trick you. This with is that eleven twenty? Like you can... no five five. I mean, sorry, twelve twelve twenty. Yeah, twelve twenty. Okay, yeah, yeah. And you can watch it with your lunch, and then when you get home, you can enjoy it for real by watching your DVR. So you watch it twice in one day? Most days. No, that's really sick. No, you watched a daily like talk show twice in one day. Yeah. I don't make the rules. Wow. We can look at your behavior and what you do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some sick behavior. You're there. still playing farm fantasy or whatever. <laughs> no, I've been dipping back into Overwatch, but that's another podcast, another day. Let's talk about what everyone's talking about. The Real Housewives of Potomac trailer is here, baby. And it was such a joy. It is. This is a bunch of professionals. Yeah. Everyone is amazing at their job. What stuck out to you? Every woman has a story. That's kind of <laughs> my mantra in life. Every woman has a story, and these women all have stories. And it's very crystal clear from the, the trailer. We don't have Beverly Hills hijinks of, like, just whiplash, scene cut, scene cut. You don't even know what's going on. Yeah, the Beverly Hills trailer was like, you know when you go to a drag show... And the um, <laughs> the drag queen does the me- mega mix that has all the whipping sounds. Yeah, yeah. The Beverly Hills trailer was that. Yeah. Um, the uh, Potomac trailer is like when the drag queen is performing Little Mix after you give her twenty dollars. Mm, yes, exactly. It's that. It's that. Uh, I feel like both Monique, who has been on the show now for a while, but like. Last season still felt new to me. Yeah. And Candace both feel like vets at this point. Candace especially, I feel like. Monique, we've I've talked about Monique makes me... Uncomfortable? Ever since the car crash thing, yeah. I've always just been like, I don't know about this. Sure. But Candace, I feel like I saw a star. I mean, Candace has a similar trajectory... With this like wedding storyline as Eva the Diva, mm-hmm. except Candace has us so much more involved because we got a mom acting crazy. We know a little bit more about the fiance slash slash husband. Right, he's more in the picture, and she's just a more compelling character. Right. Um, I was when we heard all the news about um, Michael Darby. <gasps> Back when, like, we first talked about it, which was ages ago, because Potomac famously doesn't come out till like... Yeah. They sit on Potomac. Yeah. They st- they stop filming, and then, like, it's, like, another six months. They wait for the right time. Um, yeah, truly. <laughs> um, but the fact that we're gonna... I'm so interested to see exactly how this plays out, because of what we've seen in Atlanta with production being a lot more involved. Well, it's like the Nini scandal to the next degree. Right. So I wonder what we'll see here. It's going to be interesting to watch. And then Katie's back. Which is a little exciting, but also a little scary given like her social media, the social media presence that we have been alerted to in the Facebook group. Some wild stuff going on there. Yeah. Uh, A little bit too much to get into, but this is back. May 5th. It was very exciting. The day the trailer came out, I actually went to Rocco's Tacos, which has a countdown to Cinco de Mayo. And I was like, perfect. Countdown to Real of Potomac as well. Oh, God. We, okay. got, we got 49 days, baby. Okay. 
Um, so can't wait for that. What else we can't wait for? So there is a book that's coming out on April 2nd, 2019. Called um, The Ladies Who Punch. The Ladies Who Punch, and it's about The View. It's written by a variety writer, um, and apparently he's talked to most all of the cast of The View about their experience working on The View. But when you get into the lead-up of books like this that come out, like tell-alls, you start get, to get excerpts coming from the book. And we got one on Vulture from... And it's the interview that it happened with Miss Jenny McCarthy, who yeah. is famously the worst co-host in the show's history, in my humble opinion. Yeah, I mean, we've done rankings, and I think we've placed her at the bottom. Yes. Anti-vaxxer, um, just, like, all around not great. Yeah. But the information that she let the world know, in this interview, shook us to a core. Sure. So I'll go through a few of the quotes. Yeah, just a few of the quotes. Imagine a woman like Barbara Walters. It's her last year and she doesn't want to leave. Think about that. And I'm the new bitch there. You know the movie Mommy Dearest? I remember as a child watching that movie and going, holy cow, I've never seen a woman yell like that before until I worked with Barbara Walters. Oh my God. One day in Hot Topics, Jenny sounded off about Katy Perry dating the bad boy musician John Mayer. I saw Barbara's face with her big saucer eyes look at me, Jenny said. Then we went to commercial. She said, who is that you're talking about and why are you bringing her up? I'm like, that's Katy Perry. You interviewed her last week. Every single time you start talking about something I don't want to talk about on this podcast, I'm going to say, who is that you're talking about and why are you bringing her up? (laughs) The table reminds me a little bit of Survivor. There was a war between Barbara and Whoopi about Barbara wanting to moderate. This is one of the reasons I decided not to ally with Whoopi. It broke my heart when Barbara would shuffle to Whoopi and say, can I moderate, please? And Whoopi would say no. Then she tells another crazy story. There was a tampon in the toilet and Barbara made Jenny flush it. Uh, Jenny said, I didn't, I don't know what to do. She's standing in the hallway where the guests are yelling at me about a tampon. I don't know. Maybe in her brain, she went, I'm going to the youngest, newest person here because obviously she has her period and left a tampon floating. This is Barbara Walters. I'm not going to yell at her. So I finally said, I'll take care of it. I'll take one of the team and I'll take, and I'll flush it. There was also a um, little excerpt that I didn't actually include here about Jenny or about Barbara not knowing who Jenny was at one point. Yeah. Like in the midst of it. Well, she talked in the third person and then Barbara said, like, who's Jenny? Who's Jenny McCart? Ooh. I mean, there's interviews with almost all of the cast here. Jenny was only on for one season. And it was, like, the worst season. And I don't, I think she even said that it was the worst season. Well, yeah. I mean, part of the Vulture excerpt talk, talked about the fact that they wanted the transition away from politics, which is the reason they got rid of Joy and Elizabeth the season before, mm-hmm. going to pop culture. And then Barbara couldn't follow along with the pop culture conversation. Right. So that's part of the reason they switched back to politics. But I think... Politics is also the reason the show's interesting. Right. I mean, yeah. I, it, the headlines that the show's making in 2019 are all politically related. Like, the show's doing better than ever. Like, Mayor Pete coming on The View oh tomorrow. God, Mayor Pete. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so we both, after reading this excerpt, pre-ordered the book. Yeah, and I mean, we might do... What if we did, like... What if we started a Patreon... Just, just to do special episode, special 
um, The View book <laughs> book club. Wow. Well, we'll definitely also be talking about it on the Facebook group as well. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So tune into that. Buy the book right now. Yeah, go pre-order it. Um, and then send us your receipts, and we'll send you a free toolkit. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost... No, this is a Barbara Kay reference. She was Instagramming that. And I do plan on pre-ordering the book, but I wasn't sure if, like, she was going to abide by this deal. Right. I don't know. I think she's a woman of her... She's a good woman. She is a good woman. She's a woman of her word. She's a woman of a clam bake. I am going to get... Heels of Steel. And that will be part two of, or part three after Mayor Pete's book. It's a novel, not a memoir, right? Oh, yeah, it's a novel. But it's based on like her experiences as a tough woman in the New York construction world. Right. I also heard from a source who told me she tried to pitch a TV show years back about her life. Well, if you run, don't walk to her YouTube page, there are videos upon videos of her teaching us plebs. Like how to fix a hole in the wall or like in the wall (laughs) (laughs) or like put up a bookshelf. Um, And back then she was team blonde. And now she is firmly team brunette. Speaking of team brunette, let's move on to our next story. Bethany Frankel has made a production deal with MGM TV and Mark Burnett. MGM television and Mark Burnett have made a multi-year deal with Bethany Frankel to generate unscripted TV projects that she will produce, some of which she will will be star vehicles for her. Quote, Mark Burnett said this, We are thrilled to have Bethany Frankel join the MGM family and bring her unique entertainment savvy that has been loved by viewers since her appearance on The Apprentice and Shark Tank. Unquote. So we posted this on the Facebook group. And Robert, member of our group, pointed out this is setting up Bethany Frankel Apprentice. So there's there's good things about this and there's bad things about this. Brennan and I were talking about this pre-show. I'm pretty sure if anything Apprentice pops up, Donald Trump would get a check. Right, because when the new Apprentice aired, it was like a thing that he was still an executive producer of the show. Yeah. Even after he was president. Can you believe that was two years ago that that aired? I know. It feels like a century Uh. ago. So I would like Bethany to have a similar show, but let's completely rebrand it into something else. Right. Like, I don't think we need, like, Arnold needed the, the Apprentice branding. Bethany does not need that. Right. Because, like, her Shark Tank episodes are amazing. What can we call it? The intern? Mm-hmm. The assistants? I don't know. I would like for it to be all women contestants. Women supporting women. Okay. I don't need any men. So I don't know if we, there's, like, something down that. What about, like, women and queer men? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, so I'm curious to see what comes up. I mean, it sounds like they're talking about many projects. And um, has like has anyone else in the Shark Tank family gotten a production deal like this? Uh, like Lori hasn't gotten anything like this from Mark Burnett, has she? I don't think so. And Mark Burnett is famously like the one who didn't like... Uh, Tom Arnold fight with him. <laughs> yeah. About releasing, like, the tapes. Oh, yeah. Tom Arnold fought with him as well as wife uh, 
Mora Maura Downey. Uh, I don't know. She was the one who was touched by the angel. <gasps> oh yeah. I I'm getting her name wrong. Something Downey. I want to say Robert Downey. No 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 no. no. Okay. It's a woman. <laughs> Downey um laundry detergent. Yeah. Is that the one with the little bear? The little bear that's cute but creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Should we get into our shows for this week? So many shows, but amazing programming. Isn't that wedding? Oh, it kind of sounds like a, a mix between wedding and graduation. I'm. Everyone like knows remix. that I cannot <laughs> carry a tune. As we all know, during during karaoke, instead of singing, you just hosted a, I a sang Shallow show. three yeah, times. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, my talk show was a hit. Yeah, it was. Some people in the room wanted less singing, more talk show. Yeah, sure. At one point, I did go around and I asked everyone during the next song to please think of their favorite member of the cast of The View. But the only right answer was going to be Joy Behar. What about Sunny Hostin? Or Sarah Haynes? Love Sunny, but no. Um, and love Sarah, but she's not on the show anymore. She's on Strand and Sarah. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I, I do think Joy's time moderating for an extended period of time while Whoopi was away was a star-making moment, even though she's been a star for decades now. I think she was getting, like, too annoyed, though. And I think it's, like, good mm-hmm. that Whoopi's back to mm-hmm. act as, like, the barrier. Sure. Atlanta. <laughs> it was just, like, a fucking minute-long tangent. Welcome, welcome to Come Through Queen, baby. <laughs> Okay, Shamari visiting Nini at Swag. This is like the reintroduction of Nini since she wasn't on last week's episode. And we talked about how we thought that she was uh, benched for an episode, right? Yeah, docked pay. Docked. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Nini's just like not in the right place. <laughs> she... I, and maybe with this scripted show and her like behavior, she'll run away for a little bit. Yeah. Wouldn't be the worst decision. I know. Give, take that peach and put it in Tanya's hand. I feel like there's been, yeah, I feel like there's been a lot of social posting and like conversation around Nini that I just haven't had the patience to like Mm. pay attention to, except for the thing, and I think this might have been more than a week ago, where um, Nini posted the video where she was like talking about what happened at the reunion and yada, 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 and Cynthia chimed in in the comments and said, like, thanks for promoting Cynthia Bailey eyewear. <laughs> oh, same. Uh, okay. So we learn a little bit more about Eva's dad, who I don't think we knew until this point that he had a stroke. Right. We didn't know about her dad. We knew about her grandfather. Well, the we grandfather was met- ill. Yeah. I don't know if that's maternal or paternal. Yeah. And then we've seen the mom, like, with mom hijinks during bridal fittings we've been to a thousand bridal fittings this season yeah but it was touching to meet her dad and Mm -hmm. the relationship she has with the dad um and we also learned that she's paying one thousand dollars per per head at this wedding how much is it usually like 75 dollars a plate uh i think in this day and age it's like a hundred like we're cracking a hundred but still, a thousand. A thousand is tenfold of a hundred. <laughs> and then, how many people were at her wedding? It looked like a lot, like two hundred, Pro- probably at least that. Yeah. And I'm no, I'm no math whiz, but I know that's two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, you are a math magician <laughs> right now. <laughs> I famously tested out a math um, going into freshman year of college, so I haven't taken it since high school. 
I was so stupid. In high school, when when all these smart kids were taking their like AP, like AP this, AP that, and they're like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna not have to take this in college if I do this. I was like, well, you're just gonna have to take another class. This bimbo here didn't realize that no, like you just don't have to take any, like you just get the credit and you don't have to take anything else. Oh. I was so did stupid. Did you qualify for AP classes back then? Our our whole high school, like everything was AP. Oh. So you just would take the test. Oh, interesting. But clearly I was too dumb to realize. That. Also, like <laughs> our whole high school, everything was AP is like a flex. We're Some flex, of us went we're to fucking flex, but okay. public high schools in Georgia. I mean, my school was free. It wasn't like a... Georgia is famously like number 49 in education, but our school was often number one in education, so I don't know where that evens out, mm, mm, you know? I mean, you're not a dummy, so I it know. all works out. I know. <laughs> but o- OLG was willing to do the wedding for $23 a plate. So. <laughs> oh, that would have been yummy, I would too. love an OLG oh, uh, wed. I've heard good things about OLG through the grapevine. How, how have you not been? I've not really been home a lot since then. Oh yeah, you usually if, like celebrate holidays in like different states. And if I go home, it's like if I'm I'm just traveling through, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, the Dolly Parton song, like Felicity Huffman from Transamerica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, so we learned that Marlo ran and told Nini about the lunch that she had with Candy and Portia in order to paint them in a bad light. I know, which is not surprising. And then we had the start of something special with. Tanya and Shamari doing shots in the car on the way to the wedding. Shamari. (laughs) (laughs) We are on the heels of Bywig. Also, like, you're going to an open bar. Yeah, there's no rush. Why are you doing shots? Though, we did have people over in our room before Tim and Trang's wedding for drinks. Yeah. But I also was trying to, like... Loosen it up. Loosen up because I was officiating. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I do have to say I liked Eva's husband doing God is a Woman promo during his vows. <laughs> You're sick. Bye, sweetener. I didn't like the crown. Oh, the crown was heavy, darling. Yeah. So just leave it right there. Where it, it literally belongs. was heavy. It looked so heavy. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I, I mean, I didn't love the like messy pony either. Mm, that didn't bug me as much. But I did like the the venue set up for the ceremony. Yeah, I like a lot of curtains going on. Like the white marble. Like, yeah. I liked it. It looked nice. It was a nice transformation. Yeah. Um, but during the whole ceremony with the camera on Nini, with flashbacks to Nini's second wedding to oh my Greg. God. Nini wearing a Leanne Locken dress. <laughs> Original. <laughs> I like actually like tried to figure out if it was. No, it wasn't because it was a front back. <laughs> Leanne's is more like this left arm is one color. Like my right leg is another color. <laughs> like a transformer. But people were posting about it and Leanne was happily sharing it to her story. Any chance she could get. She should have been like, oh yeah, it was Leanne Locken couture. Like you only get the front back when it's hand stitched. Oh my God. Nothing's better than a Leanne Locken Instagram story where she's like promoting <laughs> things. She's always weirdly promoting this book she wrote, which isn't a real book. It's like self-published an e-book. book. Yeah, it's like an ebook about like how to use Facebook. 
I focus on Barbara Kay only on Instagram. Oh my god. You have been actually really, really sick this week. <laughs> like, sending, like, the group chat we're in where we talk about housewives, like, sending Barbara Kay updates every week. And can, like, you're taking that from me and I'll let you have it. Because I am pretty sure... I was the originator of the Barbara K update and the first one to be obsessed on this I podcast. I think we both were. No, I was first. Well, and so- I'm letting you have it. Sound in on the comments <laughs> below if I'm just a a bandwagger, ban bandwagoner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whew. Okay, so Shamari's wag doing- the band. <laughs> I'm not wagging the dog. I'm wagging the band, baby. Shamari's doing more shots after the ceremony. Ugh. She's like, ceremony's over. Let's go to the bar. We got our shots, shots are scary. Um, we get a little bit of Nini's tweet, which is when when people are sick, is it normal for them to be mean? And we also learn that Greg brought up a separation or a divorce, like as she was getting her Leanne Lock and dress on to go to the wedding. This is too sad. Yeah. Um, what's not sad is Marlo. Yelling at Shamari to not get too tips, tipsy Betty Boop. <laughs> I think if Nini leaves, I hope we don't lose Marlo. I don't think we will, because I think Marlo has, like, a relationship with all the women at this point. And, like, maybe... I know we say it all the time. Maybe if... But, like, maybe she should finally get her peach. Mm. Especially if Nini leaves. Tanya first. Tanya first. They can both have it. Okay. Look at these two friends, Portia and Candy, sitting, talking in a hallway. I think they're going to like really, really be friends at some point in the near future. Maybe Portia will be reinvited to the dungeon. Stop. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. So Nini tells Cynthia about the separation thing with Greg, and then... I think Cynthia brings Nini over to Portia and Candy. Mm-hmm. And they all, like, have a little powwow. Oh, no, and then Marlo's there with the two girls, too. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she she sat on that one bench, like... Oh, yeah. Sticking her booty between God. them. <laughs> so this whole, like, sit down... I feel like Nini... There was nothing anyone could have said. I don't think there's anything anyone can ever say. Yeah, there's never anything to Nini. Say. But it's funny after the sit down when Shamari like chimes in, wait, like she comes in <laughs> just wasted, like rambling, and everyone's like, "All right, thank you, Shamari." Oh my god! And then Nini, so during after the sit down, Nini has to give her a speech, mm-hmm. which she doesn't even like. She's like, "I don't want to do it." By this point, I had forgotten that like. Nini, oh, that we were at a wedding. That, no, not that we were at a wedding. That Nini was like a part of this wedding. Yeah, that speech. That's why, like, you gotta, you can't play when, like, asking people, like, to speak. As someone who's done this before, Mm -hmm. you have to be really well prepared. Yeah. Like, know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. Um, and rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. Instead, we got a let's toast to love wins. Oh my God. But love does famously win. Love is love is love is love is love. As, um... Hamilton once said. As, as President Hamilton once President said. President Hamilton. <laughs> okay. 
Shall we move on to Vanderpump Rules? Yes, and I'm telling you, and I'm calling it now, next season is going to be the Dudesance. Mm, the Dudesance is coming. We were set up for it this week. Oh, with the sit-down. Yeah, we can get to that. Sure. But we're picking up with, like, the fight from last week, right? Right, yeah, yeah. With, with James versus Sandoval and Schwartzy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, Sandoval's hugging James. They're so, like, ew with him. Does he have something on them? Much, much like much, much like, like Jacqueline and and Lisa Vanderbilt killed a man. I was re- yeah, I was reading some fanfic on Twitter last night about that. <laughs> James knows too much. Yeah. Um, we get a little promo for Stassi's book, which I love. Should we pre-order that? Pre-ordering too many books these days. <laughs> I know. So it was so clear that she called the publisher like ahead of time mm-hmm. and was like, okay. We're going to make this a storyline on the show. Beautiful. I want to be stressed out. I want to be behind deadline. I'm going to call you and ask for an extension. And then you're going to give it to me. I'm walking in Carol Radswell's footsteps. Yeah. Carol walked so Stassi could run. Yeah. So yeah, so we're getting book promo, essentially. <laughs> Stassi's book is going to sell better than what's, what remains. Basic bitch, Wait, isn't it called? It's called like it's called like basic bitch Stassi. Basic bitch, basic bitch Stassi's guide to like ranch dressing, ghosts, ghosts, murder, murder. Um, what else does she and like? Bo. Wine, bow, um, that little dog. Um, yeah. When's that coming out? Outfit of the day. I think it's like September. Maybe it's sooner. It's. I would think. In this day and age. No, no, no. In my brain, they, they were saying the deadline was September. The book's got to be coming out while the show's in the air. Yeah. We, she's already been promoting, like, appearances. Mm. We should go. It's probably, like, uh, around the reunion or something, because that's usually the best ratings. Yeah, we should go to an appearance. We should go to the one at Bookends in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Can I get, can we get, like, um, a VIP pass or something. Yeah, we should get press passes. Yeah. <gasps> Wait, I bet we could get some sort of press pass to something. Okay. Though I never want to interview anyone on this ever. I want to interview Barbara Kay. Yeah, Barbara Kay is allowed. Yeah. When she helps you do your renovation. <laughs> yeah, please, Barbara, we need you. Okay. Um. So, oh God. So, Katie and Gideon, uh, duty visit Sheena and Sheena's serving th- those like enchilada mi- mishmashes out of the- those aluminum trays. Oh my God. Just like plopping it on their plates. Well, it was Stassi, Katie coming together. Then Kristen came after cause they remember they're still oh, like fighting from yeah, yeah, yeah. the sage party. Sure. Um, and so it was like kind of awkward. And then Adam was there. Oh yeah. Cause he was, uh, he was I, making them drinks, <laughs> like pouring a vodka soda. <laughs> it requires a lot of work. <laughs> and like, the thing is, I think like Kristen and Stassi and Katie would prefer to pour their own drinks to give themselves like heavier pours, mm-hmm. you know? Or maybe they just asked for a double. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which Denise Richards. Yeah. Famous. I caught double. that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so duty goes... Asking for a double at an open bar, by the way. I just want to say that's 
so unwell. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, the Dudasans. <sighs> For, like, the first time in forever, like, Lisa was able, was, Lisa gave her some slack, some leash, mm. so that she didn't, like, hang herself or whatever. Like, she's, like, letting, she's letting duty be, and I think that Lisa knows in her brain of brains that, like, the next move with the next Vanderpump kid is to get good with Kristen Mm -hmm. and have her do some sort of thing for her next year, have her, like, assist her, like, plan a party or, like, something like that. Maybe design design a special line of t-shirts for TomTom, like, Oh my god, I got the it. The Tom Tom merch. I got it. Exclusively at James May. She no Pride <laughs> Pride like remember how Lisa always makes them dress up for Pride in mm. a specific outfit? Yeah. Kristen can design the t-shirts that some of them have to wear in the restaurants during Pride and that will be her big like welcome back yes. to Vanderpump. Yes. Wow. LVP <laughs> She's like I've tried to ban her from everywhere, but she just keeps coming back. And then I like at the end of the conversation when duty stepped on her foot as well. (laughs) Uh, I think we talked about the song with Ariana again. Like, can we get saucy in the studio as well? Oh my God. Basic, the basic bitch soundtrack. (gasps) Oh my god! <laughs> you have so many ideas. You're chock full of ideas. When so. when the paperback is ready to come out, Stassi will release a companion piece that is the basic bitch soundtrack, and mm. it's an EP that goes with her book. Sure, that's so brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, we got a little bit more. I think this is just engagement party planning, but the mashed potato bar. Oh my god! Like who? I'm sorry. You can have mashed potatoes, but like, do you need a whole? A whole big setup for mashed potatoes. I kind of liked it. You want it? It was three hundred bucks, which to me, in the scheme of the whole party, didn't yeah. seem like that big of a deal. I mean, if you're having, they're having like, I'm sure a hundred people there, right? But like, okay, That's so like, like three a person, a mashed potato bar. What kind of fixings would you get? They probably like have some bacon, some like chives, whatever goes into like a baked potato. I bet they'd have like. Little fried chicken bites, so you can reenact those things that they used to sell at um, uh, KFC. They used to have That's these like mashed potato eating. bowls yes, with I chicken know. in them. It's like it's like a friggin' Chipotle bowl at KFC. Oh my god, I like Chipotle. You like Chipotle? No, I've eaten at Chipotle no, with you. I know. I I feel like but Chipotle has fallen out of favor by the most of the world. But you know when the best time to go was when they were having the E. coli scare. <laughs> really, give it just handing out like li- no lines yeah. and. I'm still standing. Yeah, okay. Uh, so we have... Br- br- are you ready for brunch with Billy? Yeah, sorry. I was just like thinking in my brain, like, how long does it take for E. coli? <laughs> You're waiting <laughs> for it to, to hit. Brunch with Billy. Happy brunch. Happy brunch. <laughs> uh, brunch seemed like kind of empty for there to be like all this filming and shenanigans of like this being a big event. Well, sorry. Right. They filmed emptier situations in bravo history sure um i need like some help piecing back together the timeline of events for uh, brunch with billy i actually couldn't really wrap my head around it Mm -hmm. it's just essentially lala screaming at everyone who comes in her line of sight i know 
And she's wearing that like J-Lo dress. <laughs> I don't know who, who said this, but someone said like, you look like you're 1995. And she's like, yeah, bitch, like it's J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, her screaming at Raquel was fun. I love Lala's use of dummy. It's like a word I famously use a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's not a great look for Lala screaming at everyone. It's okay. I mean, she kind of did like pre-press with it. Oh, yeah. Announcing that uh, she not only has been sober for a while, but also considers herself to be an alcoholic. Yeah. So it's good that she's been sober for a very long time. Uh And hopefully she stays on that track. Yeah. Um... Can we dip into Summer House for a moment? Yeah. I didn't... Okay, so Summer House this week, I was tired. So you didn't watch it? So I watched half and I went to sleep. Oh, wow. I mean, you're, you, like, you make fun of me for going to bed at a reasonable bedtime. I know. Meanwhile, here you are not watching the best show on television. I know. I'm sorry. Um, we have the new boy being a jerk. Which we knew was coming. He's a jerk. We here's something I was lo- lo- loving. We had something I'm not sure we've ever seen before. City confessionals. Oh, so it, it's a confessional, but instead of the summer house backdrop, it's the city. It's like the cityscape. Have we not had this before? I don't. In previous seasons, I don't know because when I saw it, it like I was electrifying like, to me. Now that you say this, I feel like in past seasons there was a situation where some of the confessionals were filmed in front of like I, maybe like in a work. It looked like work or something, like a loft space. It looked or like a like work that. loft space. Mm-hmm. But Batula was in front of like a window at nighttime in an apartment building with like the city in the background. Okay, and I'm pretty sure we've not seen something like that before. Wow, their minds. I can't get it enough. I love Summer House. <laughs> and I was like not into Summer House before, but mm-hmm. the, it's like it's it feels fresh. It feels like so um low maintenance. Yeah. You can like even go to sleep during it. You go to, <laughs> you you have that option. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with Beverly Hills, New York, and Drag Race. So stay tuned. And we're back, back, back again. With Beverly Hills. With Beverly Hills. We're at the fucking agency. Who it, cares? It's not a thrill. It's not a thrill at all. Uh, I love the the talk about being worried about American Woman not being renewed. Because we know. know what we know. We know what we know. And actually, I it comes up again later in the episode that it got canceled. Yeah. Um, but the way that Kyle talked when it got brought up the second time about it not being canceled. And she like... I forget the exact wording, but she said, but maybe this will help me get back together with my sisters. Like, I'm disappointed, but maybe it'll help me get back together with my sisters. The fact that, like, her priority was number one, American woman, and number two, yes. Kath and Kim. Listen, if it gets canceled, well, maybe it's a blessing. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good woman. Uh, Beverly Beach photo shoot. Dorit and some bar- name- someone named Barbie? <laughs> I mean, she essentially was a Dorit Barbie. Yeah. I kind of, I liked the concept. It was very, uh, remember when like Kim Kardashian had like that foot, like 
made people dress like her. Oh, and get caught by the paparazzi. Yeah. Yeah. I like that concept. And Erica was like the creative director. Yeah. Well, she brought two pairs of shoes. (laughs) I mean, if if we're going to ask anyone on this, on this gang to help, help out, it's going to be Erica Jane. Yeah. You know what I loved, actually? The scene where Denise and her daughters came over to LVP's. Uh, I know, but the an- all the animals, like, running amok, trust me the fuck out. Oh, I kind of loved it. And also, we got to see LVP's, like, protective mother side. I mean, LVP has looked the best when having one-on-one scenes with Denise. Right. Like, those have been our shining moments this season. I know. And it's interesting, like... They don't feel like her one-on-one scenes with other with past new housewives because I don't think she thinks she can like manipulate manipulate Denise. Yeah, maybe she does. Uh, I think she thinks she can manipulate everyone. I think she just has no interest in manipulating Denise. Right. Um. So we're back to Dorit's, and they're talking about the texts, the texts, the texts, and the Teddy and the. Yada yada yada, and Dorit tells Erica details she doesn't know about Teddy's involvement, and she Eric, didn't hear about that in the chapel. I didn't hear about that in the chapel. <laughs> the chapel. Oh my god. Um, but they decide even though that te- Teddy was a part of it, they still want to pile on Lisa. Basically, yeah. is what comes out of that. Yep. So Rena goes to check out the fiftieth birthday venue with Camille and Kimber. Kimber. Now, now I'm sorry. Why are we making this venue a big, like, spectacle? This is like a dump. It's like a dive bar. What I think it is, I think it's like a bar that's very old, right on the Sunset Strip, so it's got some, like, history to it, but they haven't, like, kept it up. There's, like, Christmas lights dangling from the ceiling. Beautiful. That's a beautiful look. Who doesn't want to be twinkling all year long? The New Jersey Housewives have... Better venues than this. Rails. They have one venue. It's called Rails. It has different rooms. No, they have Rails, but then I didn't we go to a strip mall for uh, Melania's song release party? Yeah. Beautiful. That was more beautiful than this. Uh, okay. So we get... This was like the most interesting scene to me. Yeah, because my brain couldn't even wrap my head around it. So... Camille's all over the place this episode, like, in what she thinks. But we get her talking about what she calls the wrath of LVP and LVP's manipulation. And we get a very familiar flashback first when... um, Now we said it. Yeah, when Camille's saying, but we don't say that he beats you. And, like, now we said it. And then we get a second flashback scene where it's Camille and LVP, like, by the front door of LVP's house. And Camille's talking... To LVP about how LVP manipulates her. Well, made her say the stuff that she brought up. And I wonder, actually, I wonder if this is a big part of why Camille, once she, like, didn't get a diamond anymore, had trouble getting it back because LVP maybe had so Mm. much, like, power. So did LVP not like Camille? I mean, I think Camille crossed her at Mm. first. Oh. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not so tuned into 
<laughs> oh. all of their relationships. Well, but then on the flip side, Camille says that she feels bad for LVP, and then she goes into this thing about how Dorit has a phoniness and makes the hairs on the back of her neck stand up. And then when she sees Dorit at the party, she's like... Right, but then she goes... She says to Rena, she goes, does she even really want that dog? Just saying, just putting that out there. I'm being catty. Then Rena was like, I love when you're catty. It's She's so corny. I know. Um, Denise Richards, good mother, planning a wedding. The wedding is already stressing me out. Wait, but there was something else. Teddy, at one point, was told that Lucy was locked in a basement. I know. And I hadn't seen the light of day in months. <laughs> <laughs> Why does a, the abuse of a dog make you <laughs> laugh? But it was, because we know that Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy was treated better than that in the house of Kemsley. Yeah. That was clearly not the truth, right? They don't even have a basement, do they? No, I know. They don't even have a home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, the wedding. Kyle can't go to the wedding because she has the agency seven-year anniversary party. Everyone knows seven is an important milestone. Do companies have anniversary parties? I don't know. Like maybe for like 25, 25, 30, 50, 100, <laughs> not seven. <laughs> um, but while we're figuring out the wedding plans, we're ordering yet another well done burger. Yeah. And Denise is talking about her husband's dick. Over and over and over and over like, and Denise over Like, Denise was again. drunk or something, right? So, yeah, they showed up wasted. You, He said, Aaron said, yeah, we've had a long day, which means, mm. yeah, we've been day drinking because we don't know, we don't really get how TV <laughs> shows work. <laughs> Where, like, LVP and Kyle probably, like, spent hours getting ready mm. for this. They roll up after, like, being over at the bar where Camille's planning her 50th, probably, throwing back double tequilas. I loved also how... LVP and uh, Kyle were making fun of the fact that Denise was eating with her fingers. What are, what is she supposed to do with a burger? Chop it up with a little fork and knife. No, you eat a burger with your fingers. <laughs> um, I you, did like I. I will say one thing I did enjoy from LVP and Kyle was like when they walked out together. Mm. It was like. They had good energy. They had out. good energy, and it was probably the first time they've had good energy in years. And it was also genuine laughing. Right. Rather than, like, another round of Rolexes on the rocks. <laughs> uh, so we get to the party. I really could not focus on anything other than Erica kept staying in the shot of the camera for, like, all of the Dorit-Teddy conversation. Well, because Teddy is her student. She told Teddy, like, she's telling Teddy what to do. Oh, yeah, no, I know that. But also, Erica knows, like, she needs screen time. Like, she needs to be a mm-hmm. part of this conversation. No, but then Erica definitely said, Well, Dory, isn't it good that Teddy's fessing up to this? Like, mm-hmm. in front of them. It's Erica's world. She's the... Puppet and we're all the master. We're all the master. But isn't it funny, not five minutes ago, that Teddy and Erica hated each other? I know. But they you know that they all got on a three-way call and talked this all through mm. before they even got there. This was very Shannon Bador. 
Yeah. Uh, on the plane. On the plane with Tamara and Dodd planning their scenes. But Teddy made them get burner phones, so there were no, um, there's no evidence. <laughs> She's not making that same mistake twice with Blizzard. Yeah. Um, Kyle's annoying. Yeah. Uh, Harrison or Jiggy or whatever dog it was shit on Ken's shirt. And PK <laughs> touched it. I, I did not even know that happened. Oh. Like, I get like It's much the, like you with Summer House. I got tired. It was like when they were all talking, it was so. It's. Beverly Hills continues to have seasons that are about stuff that happened. One thing that happened not even on camera. And like, that's what we're getting again. And like, please, please. Um, did you think that Kyle was pretending to be drunk? Oh, yeah. Much like the scene they famously acted drunk at Bahamar. Yes. <laughs> As you theorized. Um, it was just like Kyle was like, it felt like she was like, oh, my God, like, I'm so drunk. Like, to, I'm going to twerk. I'm going to do a split. Yeah, I'm going to dance. I'm going to do a split. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I did think that maybe LVP was actually a little lit in the car on the mm. way back. Probably from like the stress of it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Went straight to her head. Sure. Can we move it along to the best show on television, Real Houses in New York City? Uh, let's trade a fucking gross party at the Trunkador or whatever for a beautiful clam bake at Barbara Kay's house. This is jumping ahead a little bit. Mm-hmm. But this was the heartiest I've laughed at like a Real Housewives show in a little while. When Bethany was making fun of Ramona. Ramona's like walk yeah, and interactions, really I was peeing my pants. And you know, y'all, we have a hot and cold relationship with one Bethany Frankel. Yes. But she was a comedy queen this episode. Comedy queen. And not even, like, she was trying, obviously, but she wasn't trying as, like... Oh, yeah. Like, if you try and are funny, it's okay. Yeah. The past couple seasons, she's been giving very mm. Kyle... Kyle um, Can we get a round of Rolexes on the rocks? Yeah. But now she's back to... This is, like, genuine. This, she's back to the genuine Bethany... The Bethany that everyone fell in love with, I think. Yeah. 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 I well like she's rebuilding in a life post Dennis. Right. And I feel like we're getting actual Bethany rather than put on Bethany. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Um and the opening line of this episode <laughs> also sent me to another planet. Let's go to the gaze first. It's safer. Mm-hmm. As quoted by Sonia Morgan. Morgan. Sonia has been <laughs> Sonia this season so far has been a revelation. She's so good. She's so good. She's got a bird's nest on her head <laughs> that she won't take off <laughs> for three episodes. We're seeing the very same nest. Um, she's with Barbara's age appropriate gaze. I am so happy to see the age appropriate gaze. Sonia's usually not one to surround herself with age-appropriate gays. Yeah, Sonia's surrounding herself with people our age and younger. And the the people our age that she's surrounding herself with, she's been hanging out with since she's been on the show. 
Yeah. Um, you can recognize some familiar faces if you keep on if you like look real tight. Yeah. There's this like one guy who's always there. <laughs> no, seriously, he's this photographer in New York, mm-hmm. and he's always there. He was in the episode later. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, Barbara's, Barbara's gaze. We're all like men of a certain age. Did you get face recognition on any of them? No. Were, was one of them? The same guy from the other Bravo show about the landscaping that she was in a photo with recently? No. Okay. But I like they posted on like BravoTV.com that he, Backyard Envy, at least the company, not necessarily the show, because I'm not sure that's coming back, will be renovate, renovating Barbara's backyard. It's called, um, the company's called like... Two men and a baby, or something weird like that. Two men and a baby. <laughs> What's a baby gonna do for my backyard? Um, Ramona's kissing Barbara's ass while also talking shit about her in confessionals, saying that she's never liked Barbara because she's a little masculine, manly, rough around the edges. You know what? I love Barbara for being rough around the edges. Yeah, that's why we love her. Yeah, of course, Ramona. She is a businesswoman. You should be supporting other women. <laughs> um, Tinsley is being recruited by Bethany. Mm. Like, actively this episode. Mm. Bethany even alludes to it. And I sure. think Tinsley's into it. I think... Well, Tinsley doesn't have that much going on. Right. And she's only with the blondes by default right now, because she's a blonde. Yeah. Tinsley... It, like if you were watching this with fresh eyes, not knowing what's going on, you would think Tinsley's the side character and Barbara's the main, like the center apple. Yeah, something must happen later. There's a lot of theories swirling around online. What's one that Barbara didn't want to like invite the cameras into the business and the family so much? Oh, do people think that something shady's happening? No, like uh, I mean, other house, other people. On Housewives have been, I guess, reprimanded for that kind okay. of stuff. But, like, she loves showing her business on Instagram. I know, but I think maybe because that's, like, her under her control. Interesting. That's one theory. Okay. We'll see. I wonder if she'll get a main stage um, Watch What Happens Live appearance or if she'll be behind the bar. I mean, she's got to get a main... She's got to get a Watch What Happens Live appearance. Like, I mean, we're Billy in New York. this year. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay from Summer House had a main stage. Well, Lindsay's a main character on Summer House. I know, but like, is she really? Yeah, she's the main, she's center, um, rosé bottle. She's no Petula, I'll tell you that one. Okay, you guys love Petula so much. (laughs) Okay. Um, so we learn that Dennis proposed to Bethany in April. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm sure... A large part of it was what Bethany has already gone through in terms of the divorce she already engaged with. Right. Like, she was like, So she didn't want to... Well, she was like, we need to set down all the ground rules. Yeah. And whatever. And there's a kid involved. And there's a kid involved. Although, apparently, Bryn got a ring as well, we learned. I I know, but... Yeah. Mm. I'm just saying, there were two rings. <laughs> the ring didn't mean um, So Barbara and Ramona get into conversation about Dorinda and why she's not invited. Barbara talks about 
the intervention and that she didn't want to bring Dorinda into the situation because mm-hmm. she didn't she was worried mostly about Lou's sobriety. Um, then Barbara said that Ramona spread lies about Lou, mm-hmm. um, that she got kicked out of Chris Birch's birthday party. So I only pieced together through listener Andy Butler's tweet that Chris Birch's tw- like ex-husband of Tori Birch. Oh, that makes sense now. Like Chris Birch just sounded like who's like. And Chris I, Birch down the street? Like, who are we talking about? <laughs> I loved Sonia chiming in in that moment, being like, oh, yeah, you didn't want to get kicked out of Chris Birch's party. <laughs> yeah, now like, you have a little bit more context of it all. Yeah. Um, and then R- Sonia was dragging Ramona for dragging Lou, which I liked in confessionals, but mm. still. Um, when Bethany was talking about this new guy that's pursuing her, was it about Paul? It must have been, right? Timing? Paul Burnham? I don't know. Oh, maybe. Because didn't Paul come onto the scene, like, pretty quickly this fall? Yeah. And she said... She said something along the lines of, like, I'm gonna go see him. So, like, that would imply not in New York, right? Mm. Um, So, yeah. Paul lives in Boston, by the way. Yeah. Well, I think she she has now since talked about the fact that she wants to buy properties in Boston as well. My God. Maybe she's launching Real Housewives of Boston. <gasps> the- yeah, let's get a spinoff, baby. Okay. Um, the alarm goes off. This was the most hilarious sequence of events. Oh my God, sequence of events. Um, that happened. It was like a madcap dash. Out of this party. Out of this party, but like they still wanted to take the food after Barbara offered them food. And Sonia's so, holding out her Sonia Morgan New York dress to like catch lobsters <laughs> in. <laughs> and then they ended up putting lobsters in the bag that they brought the pie in. Like ba- a bare a bare plastic bag. <laughs> like I was thinking this whole time, like, didn't they have aluminum foil anywhere in that home? No. We're trying to get the lobsters, the steak. You Tinsley, do you eat steak? And then <laughs> Tinsley's like mortified. Um, Lou's being aggressive. Yeah, it wasn't my fave look on Lou. Yeah, Lou wasn't playing this right. Yeah, not that Ramona was playing it right, but but Ramona can. Oh God, Ramona can get away with things on like a next level. Yeah, that's so crazy because I think like. Bottom level, we realize that Ramona is like a bad person. Yeah. So like when she pulls shit, it's different than like anyone else. Um, Ramona traipsing over though. Then later, Beth doing the impression sent me. Well, oh yeah. So it was so it was a combination of Bethany doing the impression, and then when Bethany was recounting the taking of the lobsters, she's like, "Oh yeah, come to this party." Take a lobster. Why don't you just take the fucking ca- the couch as well? <laughs> <laughs> the the side table. Um, and then we all go in the pool. We all go in the pool. Woo. That was like... That was like, that was like oh, Kyle, Kyle Richard's like hijinks. cool girls. Yeah. Um, the blonde's going home. And... To me, Dorinda in a haze of a Law & Order spaghetti nap. That's what she was in a haze of? <laughs> It was a law and order spaghetti nap. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. It was just a law and order spaghetti nap. Um, she was upset that they got back so quickly, actually. 
So maybe they should not have set the alarm. Because I think she, after what she was really doing, she needed to take a nap. Mm. Um, okay, so they do this, like, maniacal, like... Breakdown. Debrief. That I couldn't tell if this was 20 minutes or, like, three hours. But I'm pretty sure it was, like, a long time. Because... They said they were going to have a glass of wine, like one oh, glass yeah. of wine. And then there was like bottles of Tito's involved. The wine was gone. Yeah. So then Dorinda's like, I'm angry. <laughs> she needs to go back to her children's home. And that sent like a jolt down my body. Jeez. Go back to her children's home. It's like, okay, Dorinda, the whole heckling thing is not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And you could like... Ha- fake apologize for that right but the go back to your children's home thing is another level so this was not dorinda's finest moment but ramona wasted no time in outshining dorinda in being garbage i know because (laughs) sonia was like well that's why i was trying to get her lou to go to dennis like to help with the financials or whatever and ramona singer says how smart could Dennis be? He was on drugs. And we had already seen that um, in last week's trailer, yeah. but still. I will say Sonia and Tinsley did a very good job of like... Well, Tinsley especially. Tinsley yeah. was shutting it down. Yeah. Sonia was kind of like rambling on a little bit, but then shut it down in the confessional. Right, right, right. But Tinsley was shutting it down like in the moment. Yeah. Good for Tins. I wasn't ready to be back in the city, though, you know? I know. I feel like our vacation was just a little too short. Oh, but, I mean, it was... We are three episodes in. I know. Did... In the little, like, interstitial scenes that was, like, cuts of every, what everyone was doing, Dorinda, did she throw Parmesan cheese over her shoulder? No, I think it was salt. It looks thick for salt. Was no. it, like, sea salt? Yeah, maybe it was some coarse... There's coarse salt. There's fine salt. I'm going to keep my theory that it was Parmesan cheese. I don't think she's throwing cheese on the floor of her apartment. She might be. Maybe <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm moving anyways. Might as well. Wait, are, we're still in the old place. Is that, that's the old place? Right. She hasn't moved oh, yet. Okay. I um, think moving is going to be a storyline. Mm. Because she was, mo- she was meeting with Barbara to talk about some sort of construction Ooh, situation oh, in the preview to next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Bethany's down in the Carolinas. Being strong. This is a crisis. She's down there. We're handing out cash cards as usual. Mm-hmm. Great. 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 See that's still going on. Great. Um, We're seeing Luann and the ha- and the house that Cabaret bought. Her new apartment on the Upper West Side. Uh, okay. With the a view of the Hudson River, so she could jump out the apartment when shit goes down in New York, get in a boat, go up to Ulster County. With all of her loved ones. That was so weird. <laughs> and the people she was talking to were like, what? <laughs> Maybe she like thinks that the apocalypse is coming soon. No, I think that's like kind of like a like a MAGA mentality. Oh, like the yeah. grid's going to go down. Yeah, once Budacek is Budacek <laughs> takes like takes office, like shit's going to hit the fan. It really is. Okay, Barbara and Duran having their Sarah Beth's brunch. It, or I assumed it was brunch just because like. Isn't that the only thing Sarah Beth's hosts? Or am I, I think wrong I've been there that? for dinner, but I think okay. it was brunch. Okay. Um, they want to squash it before it becomes a thing. Um, and then they talk about, and we get lengthy flashbacks of when Barbara said the stuff she did to Carol about mm. Luann's wedding. Yeah. 
Which is like good to see in the context now that we've known Barbara for a few episodes. But they also showed this episode one as well. I know. That's why I said it's good to see in the context mm. now that we've seen Barbara for a few episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Giovanni comes up. And then like Dorinda says that like they've switched positions as far as in favor with Lou. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Barbara was not in favor. And now they swapped. Yeah. Like the Giovanni thing is such a stupid thing for Dorinda to be holding on to. Right. Like, who cares? It's also a stupid thing for, like, Lou to be holding on to. Oh, yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Not all blame should go to Dorin. Yeah. I mean, Dorinda has the bigger point with the John. Like, she should be focusing on that. It was a rowdy cabaret. (laughs) Yes. My friends. And it was successful. Like, it didn't ruin it. Yeah. If anything, like, I think that is why we're getting, like, the world tour. I know. Giovanni. Yeah. If we didn't have Giovanni. We'd have nothing. We would have nothing. There'd be no dates. Lou should be sending her like roses during every stop of the tour. Oh my god, I totally just changed your mind completely on that issue. (laughs) (laughs) That was easy. Um, Sonia's paper party. So, paper magazine is a real magazine. Oh my god. As Bethany has announced to us. Yes. Because Kim Kardashian broke the internet. She broke the internet. Now Sonia's breaking the internet. This is no Latino show magazine. Um, I will point out, and as been pointed out, Sonia didn't get the cover of Paper Mag. So, was there a part of this episode where we said it was the cover? I don't think so. No, but, I mean, like, why would they throw a fucking party for a couple photographs? Well, the, the designer of the handbags that she was modeling for was there at the party as well. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was the guy who she was, like, clinging on to. And so is Dale, and so is Roberta. Okay, so the Dale of it all. I feel like Tinsley realized, like, oh, shit, like, nothing, I have nothing going on right now. So Dale has to come move to so New York Dale for... So Dale has to come, <laughs> come scramble some eggs. Good. Um, I loved, I did like the scene of Dorinda talking to Bethany about Dennis. That's when we found out about Dennis getting the ring for Bran. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was, I mean, Bethany even pointed out, like, this is the Dorinda I love. Yeah. Oh, that's ominous, though, you know. It's always ominous, because we always know Mm -hmm. something's going to happen. Something's a brew. Brewing. Roberta announces that Tinsley's going to have twins. Great. Beautiful. Great. Um, And then we, I mean, this all, like, boils down to... Bethany calling Luann over to talk to Dorinda. Mm-hmm. And we cut right to the to be continued. Oh my God. And beautiful. I wanted so much more right then. I know. Um, Three episodes in, we are firing, firing on all cylinders. I know. Next week, we're going to get Sonya making out with a woman. We're going to get Barb and um, Dorinda. Dorinda fighting. Barbara, wow. Pre order Heels of Steel. I just like, I'm still, even though your theory is a smart one, I still think there's going to be something that happens that turns. I don't know what it is. With Barb. Yeah. I mean, she goes on the trip. That's true. But the trip's only to Miami. I don't know. Okay, let's take a quick break and we're going to get our opinions on the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah, we're going to do that thing we've been doing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so stay tuned. Okay, bye. Hi, everyone. Um, It's Brendan here with my thoughts about Drag Race. Okay, so I'm finally in completely. 
I think it was my first episode where I, like, really got to watch uninterrupted, uh, and that did a body good. So, a few thoughts first. Okay, love the mini-challenge, love Maddow, um, wish we got more with her, understand we, why we didn't, because she's a New York queen, and she goes between New York and, I think, wherever Smith College is in Massachusetts, um, anyways, I did like the tenderoni moments we got in, um, the workroom, first with Nina, then with Mercedes, um, and kind of Mercedes' moment was inspired by Nina, which was great. Um, the Rusical, uh, I feel better about it than I do did last week just hearing about it. I thought it panned out better than expected, but still, like, pick any other subject, Bonch. Like, like, like I said, I, I might have said this, but, like, do a Real Housewives rusical. Like, there's so many of them. Pick any, like, pick anything else, please. Um, I did say, I will say I loved... Number one, Brooklyn as Ivana. Um, I thought Nina's performance was good, even though she just ended up in the middle. Um, Evie, obviously, was great. And then Silky, obviously. Um, as far as runways, I... My only, like... The only moment to me that was, like, great was Evie's, I think. Uh, oh... Um, who's the one that dressed as Trump? Oh my god, I don't know all their names still, because it's my first week caring. Um, anyways, uh, let's get to the lip sync. Can I say that when I was in fifth grade, um, me and my best friend at the time performed a skit in our fifth grade talent show where I played... Socks the cat, as in the Clinton's cat, and he played Buddy the dog, and we held a debate, but we had musical interludes where we made up parody songs that, like, and we made them relate to our weird debate for some reason. So our finale song was Living in America, which was the lip sync song, and I think we, I think our, um... Lyrics went, and I'm famously tone deaf. I think we said, Living in America. Living in America. We're the first pets. And that was our finale song. And we got asked to perform that again in front of our fifth grade class the following Monday. So I'm an actor. Thank you. Um, but just in general, I think the people I'm rooting for and who are rising to the top for me... Or Silky, um, Nina, um, Vanjie, and then, uh, I guess Brooklyn would be fourth. I, I, I think Brooklyn's strong, obviously, but, like, not really, like, doing it for me with, like, the heart, you know? Okay, also, this has been four minutes. Bye! Okay, just to pick up a few things that Brenda did not focus on, first and foremost, I watched Matt out 
almost every morning unless there's a Watch What Happens Live guest for the previous night that I really want to tune into. So this was personally amazing to see this mini challenge, the best mini challenge of the season, one of the best mini challenges in a while. Uh, the girls trying to read the teleprompter was cracking me up. <laughs> Silky and Vanjie in particular. But what else? Okay, Brendan didn't touch on this at all, but the budding romance between Vanjie and Brooklyn has me flying to the moon because this is something we have not seen in 11 seasons of regular drag race, four seasons of all stars. We've had a few unrequited loves, but a kiss on camera on the lips is drag race history. So I'm curious to see how that pans out. I mean, Given that, we know the producers are going to keep them around forever. Um, oh, and then the fact that we had New York as a guest judge. She was the best guest judge of this season and one of my favorite guest judges of all time. She was made for this. She speaks the language. She belongs. She was making funny commentary. She was engaged. Da, 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 da. Joel McHale did not belong so much. Send him back to the mess. Singer <laughs> clearly pissing off Michelle Visage, even though that could have been just a little shtick. Um, don't love male lip syncs, and this one is no exception. <laughs> so please, no more, please. Unless it's like something really important and iconic and relevant. Um. And yeah, I mean, obviously everyone's pretty much just rooting for like the front runners, which there are only a few and we have so many people to get rid of between now and then. So we'll see how that all plays out. Quick break. And then we're back with the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. And we're back. Together again for the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Um, Dan, why don't you talk about the Freak? Sure. So we've touched down on this despite the fact that we don't watch Flipping Out, but the Jeff Lewis saga continues. Jeff Lewis has been a part of enough iconic Housewives moments to mm. warrant his inclusion in this list. In the cinematic universe. Yes. So Jeff Lewis, according to people, is back on the market again. <laughs> The newly single Flipping Out star, who recently split from his partner of nine years, Gage Edwards, shared on his Sirius XM radio show that a new man called it quits after an argument. He said, I've got some bad news for everybody. The chiropractor dumped me last night. I tried really hard to put that back together, but it kept going on and on and on. But I apologize and I was accountable. So Lewis had reportedly been sharing details about their dates on the air in previous episodes, and the unnamed man asked that anything romantic or se sexual stay between us. But Jeff Lewis did not listen. The reality star shared in a previous episode that he did not enjoy the chiropractor's choice of restaurant for their second date, but did not tell him to, him to his face. I wonder what it was. Jeff Lewis said, I want to be an accommodating guy. I don't want him to know yet how high maintenance I really am. He needs to fall in love first before he realizes how I really am. We all do that. In, th in three months, I will be real, the real Jeff. But right now, I am fake Jeff. Lewis also shared a hypothetical incident involving a dog jumping on a bed. The chiropractor then reportedly came across an online story that revealed Lewis had been discussing their dates and set off a confrontation between the pair. 
uh, Jeff Lewis said, he kept saying, I was upset and I feel like the trust was broken. He was like, you should have just gone over these issues with me even before you talked about me on the radio. But I was thinking about that last night. If I'm talking about it before I talk, before I talk it on the radio, it feels like a dress rehearsal to me. I want to just be here and be present and talk about what's on my mind without rehearsing it. Jeff, you are an old man who should know better. Oh my God. He's like the like next level version of your save it for the show. When you wouldn't let me talk about (laughs) things with you before, which you've like thankfully let go. But you did that to me today when I wanted to talk about some like Dorinda, Bethany, Barbara stuff. It's more of like a, like Mm. a, throwback to when you used to do it to me like literally constantly i felt like that's what's made come through queen what it is now almost three years strong baby three years i don't know about strong (laughs) (laughs) brendan who is the one true queen wait i want to stay on this for a second let's go back to the freak of the week when he said i don't want him to know yet how high maintenance i really am he needs to fall in love first before he realizes how i really am Oh, that's how people are that's Cuckoo. That's how people are. What people? Yeah, like in the dating world. Like all people? They want to show like they're the like put the best foot forward. Right, but like you gotta Da-ka-da-da-da-da. show Da-da-da. Right, but like you gotta show like some of your real yeah. weirdness before sure. love is love is love is love. Yeah, let's do a toast to love wins. What did you wait with Alex to share? Nothing. So it was all out on the table your first date? Pretty much, I think so, yeah. See? Although, like, the chiropractor... Alex is going to be the chiropractor and, like, yell at me for talking about it. No, just kidding. <laughs> There's nothing to no, talk about. No, it's all fucking on the table here. Um, yeah, it was all on the table then, too, baby. <sighs> okay, well, Jeff Lewis, you're a freak. Yeah, and who is the queen, Brendan? So, it's a long time coming. I don't think we've given this to her in a while. But Bethany Frankel. Once again, 2019, baby. Um, the one true queen. Just like she's been a delight on the show so far. She too got that deal with um, the production company. Yeah. And three, she's been offering expert commentary on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I mean, this is why she is the queen. This and week. the stuff with Lucy Goosey, Apple uh, Juicy. She is dragging Beverly Hills to the high heavens. So read the tweet or well, talk about the tweet. Well, so this, before this tweet happened, she. Was like tweeting yesterday, watching some episodes. She's like, mm-hmm. "Are we going to be talking about this dog all season?" Da, 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 da. Then on Instagram story last night, I think she was catching last week's episode and this week's episode, like counting the number of times they say said the word dog mm-hmm. and like screaming about it, talking about like this was under Lisa's orders. <laughs> like she's going to like do a hit on someone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she tweets, "I want to know." Who gave the order? Nobody moves. Nobody gets her. And if they tell you, they have to kill you. Hashtag R-O-H-O-B-H. She says, I'm afraid somebody is going to get whacked or end up in cement shoes if we don't resolve this. Hashtag dog Gotti did it. I just like, like her making fun of Beverly Hills being a bad show. I think they need to bring her back on. There was two seasons where she made an appearance. I know. She's like the one saving grace for that franchise. I know. I yeah, actually Beverly Hills and New York film on different schedules. Bethany's probably yeah. gonna have to be in LA a lot with this new deal. Sure. Throw her on both shows. Give her a diamond. And then give her 
a can of baked beans up in Boston. Yeah, then a can of baked beans. <laughs> and then we'll have her on three franchises. Then give her a hammer. Real Housewives of Barbara's house. <laughs> uh, and with that, I think that is our show this week. Okay, so make sure you subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. Just kidding. Um, and leave a review. That'd be nice. Yeah. Say some nice words. Say some nice words. Don't say mean words. We got one mean review (laughs) once. It still haunts me. But like, if they're still listening to this day, the joke's on them, isn't it? I know. Surprise, bitch. Uh, We're still here, baby. Uh, Go to comethroughqueen.com slash store and pick up some merch. Spring has sprung. Get your t-shirts. Get your sweatshirts because you could still have a chilly night on like a on a summer night sometimes if you're like on the boardwalk you want a sweatshirt instead or if like the ac is on yeah oh yeah or if you go to a hotel and you turn it down to the lowest temperature possible oh my god me next week yes (laughs) um okay let's talk about social media so you can go to twitter you can follow dan at idk idk you can follow me at not brendan you can follow come through queen at come through queen you can go to instagram you can follow come through queen at come through queen podcast you can go to facebook you can Join the group. Join the group and join the conversation, baby. Please don't be a Russian bot. We, that's all we deal with these days. Yeah. Um, I can see Russia from my house. You can call 717-47-FREAK and leave us a message or email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. And you can like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.